advice you probably shouldn't listen to, but you're listening to it anyway. You know, the Couch Critics. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Couch Critics. I'm Dakota. And I'm Cosmic. And what are you eating? Crave. Oh, the cereal? I thought it was Chex Chex Mix for some reason. And I was like, I love Chex Mix. Um, So yeah, today will be interesting because basically we recorded a great episode and then it just Riverside ate it. So I feel like we're kind of going to be all over the place, but that's when we're at our best, I feel. so. We are just feeling a little discouraged since last week um and also because that was like that was like a really good episode i don't know if i'm just like sucking my own asshole but i was like that was the vibe honestly i was a little depressed in that one so i'm kind of glad that we're doing this okay but (laughs) we're just honestly sometimes riverside knows best like let's just be positive about it because sometimes like it has wiped episodes where we're like honestly we that needed to be wiped so yeah we're like you know what maybe that was a good thing because maybe i wasn't supposed to say that and probably stepped on a few people's toes yeah Um, exactly I wanted to say that I feel like once I get settled into my new place that we mm. need to fucking be on the couch. Like I am I know. super tired of not being representation of ourselves. We're so fake because like we're on the couch, but we're not. I mean, I know, this beanbag is the closest to the couch I've been this entire time. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm in my bed. So that's like one step closer. Yeah, I like we're getting cleaned my couch today yesterday. I don't know why I felt like sharing that, but Ugh, that sounds amazing. I need to do that so bad. Like I'm I honestly just want to get rid of my couch so bad. I hate it so much. Which is crazy because can the people know what couch you have? It's the fucking yes, it's, couch. Yes. And I feel like I was lied to because the whole point of a couch is that it should hold you, but the the freaking goose feathers, like I just I sit on cardboard. Like, that's what it feels like. I just, like, I, <laughs> like, how many birds died for your couch? Seriously, like, it was so stupid. And, like, I hate it so much. The only, I don't know. I mean, you're enjoying yours, but you got a dupe, right? Like, maybe I should have gone with a dupe. The reason I went with a dupe is because I was, like, in my vegan era when I was purchasing a couch and I wanted to get, like, a down alternative couch because I was, like, thinking about all the innocent birds. Wait, hold. Die. I don't think I've really processed that. Like there's actual goose feathers inside. Yeah, think about how many dead birds. So they like really, they really do take the feathers off geese. What did you think they did? I don't know. They're just <laughs> feathers. I thought like because you know they make synthetic feathers or whatever, like at craft stores. I think I just. Do you think they do they kill the gooses to get the feathers? Mm-hmm. What do you? They do. Did you think it's like skinning a cat? Like you don't skin a cat. Well, and, like... sheep. I think I thought about a sheep. You know how they. And then they're just naked. Okay, well, like, have you ever seen a nude bird? Like, oh my god! Honestly, I want to, I want to burn it now. Like, fuck that shit. Yeah, anyone that owns a cod couch, you're actually a terrible person. You just killed so many geese. Well, aren't Uggs bad too? I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) That's like that's like the one brand we're all just like no, like close my eyes. You know what? But like. (laughs) You know, no. Well, actually, because I was going to say, well, like the sheep wool, but no, the outside is definitely their skin, right? Okay, I thought it was just the, the fur, but I still thought that was bad. But like, if you're, no, let's not. Let's Wait, choose no. ignorance. You know what? I was going to Google it, but I'm actually choosing to not know um, anything. Uh, so anyways, how's your week been going? Holy shit. Um, oh, my week. 
honestly, I don't ever know. Like, I, I hate when people ask that question because I don't know whatever is going on. Like, you know, I don't remember what this week <laughs> happened this week. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know I'm living in the ever. now. Yeah. I wish I could live in the now. I'm living in the past and the future, but never the present. See, and the ADHD is the opposite where it's like the past, future. What is that? You know, that like the moment is all that matters or that I, I can process. You think if we like merged into like one whole person, we'd be like somewhat sane or would we be that shit yes. crazy? No, I think we would because think about how many skills our neurodivergence offsets each other. I've thought about that. I'm like, I would love to switch places just to see what that's like with you. And then you could see what that's like. And then we could like, I don't, I don't know if we'd like it. it in your brain. I don't want to live a second in your fucking brain. I mean, brain if we're going there, I completely agree. So. <laughs> let's be I'm real sorry. like let's be real like you've learned to handle like the cards that you were dealt and like i've learned to handle mine and i think if we were to switch all Ugh. shit would like fly you know what i mean yeah like, it would just be no. so bad you'd be starting some from scratch but honestly that's super validating because i feel like people always say oh like it's not a big deal like just focus or whatever and so for you to say like you wouldn't want to live in my brain that's like really validating actually yeah well i've hung out with you for a day and i've observed and i'm like i'm good honestly <laughs> like it's, what is going like, on no i don't i don't ever know what's going on but this is actually a great question this is a great way to and let's dive in let's go into how you are doing and then we had the question of like neurodivergence and how it affects our sex work so that's actually perfect you know how am i doing i whew, what do i want to disclose other than the fact that like i'm doing better you know, and that's what really matters. Let's stay, let's stay positive here, ladies. Um, yes. is, that, is that a spray? It's a ginger ale. Canada Dry. Oh, interesting. Okay. I love ginger. You don't um, like ginger ale? No, I should. You have I should problems. Like, I'm. I know. I would probably really like it. Um, you know, I think I hit rock bottom so far in my twenty-three years of living like a week ago, but we're slowly crawling out of that bottom. You know, Gosh. I'm fighting for my life. I'm getting hit with boulders left and right, but I'm just like learning to dodge them. Well, actually I'm getting hit straight on, but I'm like still like crawling. Like, man. Yeah, I'm, like, you're still, you're still fighting and you're still going, <laughs> which is such a positive because so many people don't, they're just like, you know, I'm going to let it happen to me. But honestly, I feel like that's about the right age for rock bottom. Like I'm trying, I think my rock bottom was about at 23 too. So I think there's something in the air at that age. Well, I don't know. <laughs> that's really okay. Well, no, honestly, that makes me feel a lot better about myself because I was like, am I the only one going through a fucking crisis? Am I the only one? Cause you know, you know, this is actually my Roman empire is the fact that you know me, you, you've seen me, you've observed me. I'm a planner. And for yeah. once in my life, plans hit the fan and and all hell broke loose and meaning you know, the plan didn't no, happen the plan didn't happen and it's no one's fault but mine because usually like i actually kind of want to like dive into this just a little bit okay there's yeah. a difference between like the logical brain and like what you think is going to be correct versus like your feelings if that yes. makes sense. And that's been like my most recent like realization is the fact that I can be so dead set on a plan that logically looks amazing on paper. And then my feelings are the complete opposite and like learning to listen to my feelings more than I have in the past, which has mm -hmm. been super weird and like very much conflicting 
to like mm-hmm. go through and yeah 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 I do feel like that's a very intense journey because like obviously it's a balance like we don't want to be completely run by our emotions all the time but we also don't want to be in just that part and completely ignoring like what our emotions are telling us so I feel like mm-hmm. it is a journey to figure that out and it's not easy for sure especially like I feel and we've talked about this before like sometimes it's actually worse when the logical part of you knows something but your internal isn't catching up you you feel like you really do go back and forth and you're just like I feel not sane right now because there's literally two sides of me fighting with each other basically my emotions Mm -hmm. and my logic you know and that's hard because then we're like be logical bitch and our emotions are like no I'm feeling this way like yeah and also like not being able to like logic out of your feelings I think that's what I've done for a lot of my life is just like logic and reason away emotions and for like I feel like this is the first time ever I haven't been able to logic a feeling away or come to some like reason as to why I might be feeling a certain way and like that's been really weird to like be like okay well I don't even know how to explain it but basically like something looks so good on paper it should feel good Mm -hmm. internally and then it doesn't and I'm having like I don't want what's good on paper whatsoever and I Mm want to go like the complete opposite direction of my Mm -hmm. plans and like that has been really weird yeah in the past has that worked you're able to logic away your emotions oh a hundred percent like I wow you know what's crazy is like this has been like the longest amount of time that I've like actually felt feelings like I know that sounds crazy (sighs) But, like, if I'm ever super sad, like, it typically goes away within, like, a day. Like, and that's- Can you, like, give me a sentence of, like, what you logic- how you logic it away? Like, what's- Well, let's say, for example, I am feeling sad. I'll be like, okay, I'm feeling sad because XYZ happened, and that makes sense, and that's valid. Okay. Let's move on because it's- it holds no purpose. I love that. Yeah. So it's it's like validating yourself. Yeah. It's like, what's the point of being sad right now? Because like we already went through it. There's nothing we can do about it. Let's move on. And like for the first time ever, I haven't been able to find like the root cause of uh, like a a feeling. Mm -hmm. So to to, like sit with actual emotions, because like my favorite thing to do is if I have a bad day, go to fuck to bed. I'll wake up in the morning, like feeling so much better. And like typically I'm fine. But yes. lately, I haven't been able to, like, have that because I'll wake up and be fine. And then the reality hits. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm still sad. And, like, that has been a lot to deal with. And it's really weird, too. I've never had yeah. so many feelings, like, as a person. Aww. Like, what the fuck is that? Is this how normal what people feel? That? Yeah, <laughs> like, probably. Honestly, I think, like, the – you know, because you, like, walk around, I guess, as you get older for me. And I'm like, wow, like, they're so hopeful. Like, they're so, like, you know, like, younger people. And then I feel like life does just, like, slowly break you down. This is so depressing. But, like, mm-hmm. obviously, I'm still, like, I'm not totally broken down. But I do mm-hmm. think, like, the reality of stuff does start to hit you, I guess, as you get older. And that could be what's happening where it's, like, you know, life can be super fucked, fucking painful and fucked up and hard to deal with. So I do, that could to- totally be what's going on. It's just, like, good old-fashioned, like, it's hitting yeah, life is just hitting. I think the series of events is hitting me. The series of my own bad decisions, because for once I can't blame 
anything on anyone else. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, this is fully my fault. And I got myself into this mess and I can't blame That's anyone the worst. else. And like, I'm like, fuck, the consequences of my own actions right now is insane. Like, <laughs> That's the worst. Like, I, I hate know, that. I can't, I can't run away. I can't blame it on anyone. Like, who am I going to blame? Victor? My dog? Like, Victor, you did this. You know what you did. He's just like, fucker. <laughs> Yeah, but also I was going to say something else, but I forgot. But I would like to segue into the neurodivergence and like not only does how I mean, clearly this is how it's affected our personal lives, but also Mm -hmm. how it affects our work and what how would you say you've learned to deal with your ADHD like while running your own business? I don't know that I deal with it i think i have like coping mechanisms and strategies but like honestly i feel like i'm still like lost in the woods half of the time um i think like obviously starting meds was revolutionary for me so i started meds about a year and a half ago and i had a lot of med shame honestly i still kind of do i'm working through that because my parents were very much like you don't have adhd like you can think this away super Mm -hmm. healthy Um, That didn't cause any issues whatsoever. But anyways, so um, (laughs) I feel like the meds have definitely been something that's helped me um, structure my life. It's not a magic bullet, unfortunately. It didn't fix everything, but it helps me have access points to the um, task initiation because that's basically that's like one of the worst parts of ADHD for me is like I know I have to get up and brush my teeth, let's say, or take a shower, but the part of my brain that's like okay get up and do that is just Mm -hmm. like fucking on fire like exploding or something so Mm -hmm. um meds kind of you know encourage that task initiation and so when i do take my meds that's when i'm like okay let's plan out all my sets let's order costumes you know all that stuff um do dms but really it's just like an everyday process and there's a lot of like other mental I feel like issues that I have as well that go into like where I'm sometimes I'm just depressed and can't function. I don't know Mm -hmm. if that is part of my ADHD, but basically like I try to make my productive days carry me over so that I have Mm -hmm. content waiting in the wings, so to speak, for when I am just like I can't get online. I don't want to look at my fucking face. If anyone shows me a picture of my face right now, I'm going to lose it. Or Mm -hmm. like, you know what I mean? Like when I don't know if you get there, but like there's a lot of times I get there. I'm like, I don't want to fucking, I can't. Um, yeah. So I guess that's it. I just manage it. I, yeah, it affects mm-hmm. every aspect of my life and every single way. Like, you know, like you said, I've been around you for weekends and stuff. Like it truly does affect every single part of my life and certainly affects sex work. Um, I think where it benefits me is the hyper fixation aspect of it. Like when I have a really clear creative idea and I am like, so like I have such a clear vision of what it is. Um, but that's just me like being positive about it, but there is positives for for ADHD for sure. So Mm -hmm. I got to give it credit because it fucks my life up. So I got to. Well, yeah, I think that there's definitely positive negatives with any, you know, sort of thing that goes on. But I would say that I was curious, do you, so the meds help with, um, you know, just task initiation. Do you find yourself having transition periods so and the reason I asked that is because for me like my neurodivergence and how I struggle is I if I'm doing one thing I struggle to like switch to another thing if that makes sense like if I wake up in the morning and I do my makeup 
I'm in the mode to do my makeup. I'm not in the mode to like sit there and be sexy and make customs. I yes. I need like a long transition period and that's when I take yes. my thirst traps and like just take weird selfies and dance and oh I need God. like a good 30 minutes, <laughs> damn near an hour to transition from doing my makeup and like, you know, just waking up for the day versus like yeah. actually sitting down to like film customs. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I don't know. That. That's something. Honestly, that's part of the process. Like, I feel like that's part. That's how you know you're starting to cook. Like, you're coming online. Like, when you're doing thirst mm-hmm. traps and like. So I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but, so yeah, d- for sure. So you have transition periods like that too. It's actually really bad because I think that's one of the negatives about meds is I will find myself literally like if I take my med, I have to again, this is why I'm saying it doesn't solve everything. I thought I would take meds and then I would be a Wonder Woman. Life would mm-hmm. fix itself. The world would heal. Global warming would reverse. And mm-hmm. you you really have to have everything lined up to point your focus. Um, the way I read it, I think I think I saw someone maybe a psychologist, but she, she explains meds, ADHD meds as like, you're pulling back an arrow. You want to make sure where you're aiming it at, meaning your med, where you release it, that's where you want your focus to go. Because if you Mm -hmm. take your med and then you start scrolling TikTok, you will be fucking focused on TikTok or you'll be focused on a nap or you'll be focused on a fucking stupid Instagram story that I've been doing for two hours. Like, so it really, I don't know if it's a transition period thing, but I feel like that's a negative of the meds is like, sometimes it makes me focus on things. I don't want to, I'm like, this doesn't matter. Okay. Like mm-hmm. go fucking film bitch. Like it's, it's the worst. Like I thought it would actually make me make decisions like, the decisions I should be making focus wise. No, it's yeah. just like, you got to point it in the direction that you want and make sure you're like set up to do it. If that makes any sense. Yeah, I hope people sounds... understand what I'm talking about who have ADHD. I understand. It sounds like super frustrating to like, have to like plan that out be like, okay, my meds going to kick in at this time. I need to already be sitting down ready. Like just sitting there like damn near waiting. Literally. No, literally it's like mm-hmm. at the wall. I feel like you did a picture like that on your story, whatever. We're just sitting there. That mm-hmm. Like that's exactly what it is. And mm-hmm. it took me a long time. Obviously that's why they say it takes a long time to find the right dosage and stuff because there were so many times where it hit me. And then I was like, yeah, just fucking like plucking my eyebrows for five hours or something, you know, <laughs> it's like, no, it's so bad. Um, so yeah, it is really frustrating. Like that happened recently. I think I was doing it, like I said, an Instagram story and I couldn't mm-hmm. get out of it because I was like, I'm so focused. Like, look, and it's like, no, but that's not what I want to focus on. Do your DMs, like fucking upload something to a clip store, like get off mm-hmm. of a fucking, oh, it's, the, it's so difficult. But in a weird way, I'm sorry, I'm rambling so much, but in a weird way, I feel like that process has helped me plan out, um, like my productivity because Mm -hmm. before it's just like wherever things land, you know? So now that Mm -hmm. I know that my meds really will only work if I set things up around me to help me, it's kind of giving me more follow through. I'm thinking out my days more and that's been super beneficial because it's not something I did in the past. Yeah. Cause like, I think, I mean, the way it sounds is before meds, you would kind of just wake up and then whatever you were feeling that day you did. (laughs) And now you have more of like a, a plan yeah yeah that sounds super because you're like this yeah it really has been Mm because you're like this is like you you basically have a period of time where you're like I need to direct this arrow again into like a productive manner and Mm -hmm. um it definitely has been super beneficial for me like my emotional it for me the craziest thing has been the emotional dysregulation that went away I had no idea my ADHD was related to like how many fights I was picking with random people on Facebook Mm -hmm. Um, my anxiety, like those are all the symptoms I had no idea were ADHD related. So um, even though the productivity part is nice for me, it's mostly like 
that part. Like I had no idea my mind could be so quiet. Like it's mm-hmm. seriously like, oh, it's the best. So what do you mean by like emotional deregulation? Like would your would you have like mood swings and stuff like that? Or like what was it like? Yeah, super intense mood swings. And again, like a dopamine seeking behavior for me would be picking fights. I loved mm-hmm. being involved in fights. And now I feel like even when there is drama, I'm a I'm interested, but I don't want to get involved. And again, like mm-hmm. ADHD people don't realize they're doing it. It's just they're literally mm-hmm. seeking dopamine. And so, yeah, I would have very huge ups and downs. Like I thought I had BPD for a long time, as you know, because that's how emotionally dysregulated I was. And so I had no idea all this was related, though, to ADHD, like at all. I literally just thought, mm-hmm. oh, we'll be more productive. So it's crazy how wide the net is of ADHD. And that's why I feel like I talk about it all the time. But it does like it's neurodivergence in our brain. We can't act like our brain doesn't affect our fucking life, you know? Like, it really does. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, super high anxiety. Um, my, I would always think people were mad at me. Like, I don't know. It was ugh, the worst. Like, I don't I don't know her. I don't want to I don't want to even <laughs> think about that. I don't want to talk about her. That's not even a version of me I remember. So, yeah, <laughs> I love that. Well, I'm yeah. glad that like there I mean, obviously, it wasn't like a like a cure all for sure. But it's been giving you like the pathways to work on that sort of thing, too, which mm-hmm. is seems super positive. So I'm glad yeah. you were like open to it enough to do that. Thank you. It took me a long time for sure to be OK with that for some reason. But just, I mean, like getting help, I guess, and meds mm-hmm. and stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it, it's difficult to ask for help, especially from like an outside person that you don't know, and you're like literally paying to like be your friend. I don't know. That's how I've always felt about <laughs> therapy. I'm like, why oh I'm God. really paying someone to like literally talk to me right now? Like, what oh my God, you're so right. Honestly, fuck. <laughs> now it's, but you know, there's such a difference because like you would be like, let's bury the body. I can help you. But a therapist would be mm-hmm. like, bitch, you're in the wrong. So like. I yes we are paying it is kind of like we're a loser but a therapist like is so invaluable and like we will enable each other till the cows come home but a therapist hopefully will not do that yeah true I I love to be an enabler because like you're perfect and you've never done anything wrong um but I would say we're not as enabling as like we think we are we joke we joke about it yeah yeah because like I don't know. You've definitely stopped some spirals of mine recently, which has been really nice. And like, you've been like, okay, like you're literally just being mean to yourself. Like, can you calm down? Like you're actually spiraling for no reason. And that's been like keeping me sane. Um, So thank you for that. But an enabler you're saying would be like, that would be saying like, I think the way I view an enabler is like a yes, ma'am. Like whatever I'm saying, you're like, yes. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. Okay. I hate yes, ma'am. Like, I can't trust you. Like, I can't trust you. Like, that's why you're so real when you're like, that shirt's ugly. I'm like, I would trust you with my life, you know? Like, fuck yes, men. Yeah. And like, you know what is so weird is like, I, you know, I don't know if you hear a lot of like discourse online about people like hating other blunt people. Like, they like don't like people are blind. But, oh, I've seen, like, a lot of discourse about it. Um, And I think I've always kind of – and probably the reason I remember it is because, like, I think I'm very blunt. And, like, like you said, like, I'll tell you if that shirt looks ugly. But to me, I would prefer someone that was 100% honest and blunt, even if it didn't have any tact to it, you know, versus, like, someone that was, like, a yes man or someone that sugarcoated things. Because at least with my neurodivergence, I'm not going to sit here and, like – determine which person you are I just want to like (laughs) hear your words and like take them as matter of fact so that's why I've never been offended by um somebody that is blind like okay sure that hurt my feelings I will get over it like I will be okay like it's fine 
Mm-hmm. I totally agree. And like, I, I genuinely do trust people who handle things in a blunt manner way more because then I know they're not sitting there thinking it through of like how to, it's like, no, you just literally said it. You're not being manipulative about it, you know? Like, yeah, I don't know. Exactly. And I think there's also something to be said about viewing things from like a super negative light and saying something from a very negative place versus being blunt. Like you can, but like, I would say that I can tell the difference between someone who is being negative versus being blunt easier than I can someone who is being like sugar coaty. You know what I mean? Does that, hopefully I'm like explaining that well enough. So it's sometimes hard for you to tell when people are being sugar coaty. Is that what you meant? Yeah, I would say it's easier for me to tell when someone is being negative about a situation and not being blunt. Like, cause I feel like wow. those kind of, those kind of do overlap or like, are you being blunt or are you being negative? But I'm able to see through the negativity easier than I am seeing through someone that oh, is okay. being super sugarcoaty. Cause like for me, sugarcoaty, yes. I'm like, oh my gosh, like you're so nice. You're so supportive. But in reality, you're just sugarcoating a shit situation or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you know like I mean? you're being manipulative. No, 100%. Mm-hmm. And I think like, and maybe that is neurodivergence to be able to get that and to know you're not being a bitch right now. You're literally just saying what popped up into your brain. And you're, again, not worried about the social dynamics of, oh, no, I have to use this tone. I have to, you know what I mean? I have always been able to see that with you mm-hmm. and other people who are neurodivergent. But I think that is only because I'm neurodivergent, right? Because I think neurotypical people reads that as what the fuck, you know? And it's like, it's not that serious. Like I'm not sitting at home, like weaving like a web, you know, to like, I don't know, because that's, I think neurotypical people do process all that before they talk, you know? And Mm -hmm. like, we just throw it all out there. I feel like. Yeah. There's really no filter. I feel like the only time there is a filter is if I'm masking and that is exhausting. Yeah. Exhausting (laughs) itself. And like, I've just learned not to mask anymore unless I have to, you know, in like, you know, certain social situations like that. I'm done masking. Absolutely. Like we need to be done. Honestly, as a society, let's all just like, we should, it's too much. It is too fucking much to mask. There's no, no. That was beautiful. I felt like you were just confirming (laughs) me with that little bell. (laughs) That was my bowl full of crave. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But I would say, yeah, I've just realized like, I really like keeping the similar company of just either neurodivergent people that just accept me as who I am. Like I'm not going to like put myself out there to, to mask and like hope to make friends. Like we either like instantly click or we don't. And I don't mean that in like, we have to get along right away, but like the vibe has to be there right away. Or like, "Mm, I'm not going to work for it anymore. I'm tired. Yeah, no, exactly. And that's a beautiful thing. I feel like to reach that point in life where you're like, I'm not, gonna even like put on airs anymore but so I know we've kind of dipped into it but I just want to make sure we get all of it as well how does your neurodivergence affect you in sex work um I think I said this in the episode that got deleted but my neurodivergence affects me with chatting mainly because I D- like dms or with other models both for sure I've definitely found in like you know I think it's easier online with other models because like everybody you know wants to be you know sweet and genuine online but then it can be Mm -hmm. different in person or you know they're tired whatever but like in person I've found that like maybe people aren't as I don't know how to put this but basically you know like the vibe is different in person and Mm -hmm. 
um yeah i've i think i found in the past like people didn't really accept my neurodivergence and like you know understand that like my bluntness or just me being Mm -hmm. direct was just me being me and not me trying to be a bitch because i've definitely heard that a few times where like people were like wow dakota's a bitch but it's like i'm I promise you I'm not trying to be a bitch. And if you think I'm being a bitch, like, literally confront me and I'll, like, fix the narrative. Um, But let's talk. Yeah, like, let's talk about that. Because, like, I'm never – I don't have any, like, malice in my heart. Like, I just genuinely don't give a fuck. And that's how you show up. Yeah, Yeah. like, you're showing up totally raw and vulnerable. And, you know, neurotypical people maybe don't get that off the bat. And, again, they think, oh, my God, she's saying that comment specifically. Like, and it's – no, not at all, you know? And I, I have to say, like, I know you don't walk around and say, I'm autistic, and I know you don't go to clubs and say, hey, everyone, I'm autistic. And I understand mm-hmm. that because I feel like I do that with my ADHD. But there are factors at play that I think if people took even a moment to research autism, and if you told them you're like, it would all click and they'd be like, oh, okay, she's not being fucking manipulative. Like, she's not, you know, because they're honestly, you've taught me so much. Like, there was one moment, I think, when we were together. Um, at the first time we were alone collab and Mm -hmm. I think I made a joke but I was crying and I was like did you get it and then you're like no like literally can you explain that and like just honestly being your friend has taught me so much about autism that I had no idea about so like things Mm -hmm. like that where I just assume you got it you know what I mean you're like no I need you to like walk me through that for a second so Mm -hmm. yeah I think even though you don't walk around and tell people that, like, I genuinely do think it is something people should know or because they're just going to assume the worst, like neurotypical people, they will assume neurodivergent people. That's why they always say ADHD people are so rude. Maybe autistic people are rude too. It's like, we're not doing that on purpose at all. Like we're just not neurotypical. Yeah. I, it's hard. Cause like, I don't know if like, I guess I could say that it's autism, but like, I am just a very like honest person like if you're gonna ask Mm -hmm. me like the shirt looks good or not or if you think that like lighting looks good I'm gonna tell you the truth and I don't like sugarcoat anything because it's just an automatic process to like say it immediately (sighs) and um I think with other models they could like oh be like especially first time meeting me like oh wow she is like being a bitch about that but again like that is just who I am as a person and I don't know if that is autism or not I would assume so I don't know um but yeah so as far as like outside of like meeting other models like with chats and like dms with like fans and subscribers Mm -hmm. um that's been difficult because i i don't know if i've really gone into it in the past but i'm not like a very hypersexual person and i know that is like such a what the fuck am i talking about because it's like i'm a sex worker but i'm also not a super sexual person like how does that make sense but it's Mm -hmm. like i'm really not and that's why I don't I don't do sexting like because I don't do that in my real life like I would say mm-hmm. that anything I don't do in my personal life is not something I'm gonna offer in my OnlyFans like Which I don't is sext so valid. partners and I'm not gonna sext fans because all of it I don't get and I don't and I think that's my autism I don't understand sexting and stuff like that or you know just chatting like if someone hits me with like a hypersexual message where they're just like oh like i want to like come all over your face like i don't know what to say to that because my logical like thinking just automatically kicks in of like okay well, well you're never gonna do that 
and I wouldn't let you because you're a stranger faceless person online and like (laughs) what if you have like an STD and like also I need an emotional connection before I even feel like sexual um attraction towards someone um and so that's like as soon as someone's like says that to me I'm like thinking that way so I never know what to say back to those things I'm like oh thanks thank you because I'm like is that a compliment because like I don't know but like also like I would and like I don't speak like that like I would never subscribe to someone to be like I want to like come all over your your tits or something like I would never do that personally so like I don't know how to handle it's hard to relate yeah it's hard to be on the receiving end of that and be like okay like I Genuinely don't know what to say that. And like, you know, if you're looking for somebody that it like is going to entertain that sort of conversation, like I'm not your girl because like I don't yeah. know what to say and I'm way too logical for any of that. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's like really good, though, that you handle things like that, because and in the same way, same for me, like, you know, that is something I do enjoy in my personal life. So it makes sense that that translates, you know, on OnlyFans. And I think that's a beautiful thing that people do that, you know, because some people actually hate something in real life, but they'll pretend, you know, to do it, mm-hmm. which maybe that's what fans want. I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, I think that's totally valid. And honestly, all the logical, the logic coming in is also extremely valid, too, because it's like, wait, like, you're skipping, like, 20,000 steps right now. Like, yeah, if- I'm like, <laughs> like, I, I make the joke, like, take me out to dinner first. But no, like, I genuinely mean it. Because like, who are you? And like, I don't yeah. even know you as a person. Like, uh, I don't know, like, that's my logic brain just kicks in right away. I'm like, I, like, I don't even know who you are. I don't yeah. want to come on my face. Yeah, like if we're gonna start this fantasy talk, we we need to start and pretend like we just started dating or something. Yeah, like (laughs) pretend you swiped right on dating app and we matched or something. Like I don't know. Like start. Yeah, we gotta start. We gotta build this fantasy up. Like we've gotta build a whole novel before we get to like the coming on my face part. (laughs) So like I can be really into it, so I can understand. But like you can't just come out of the woodwork. You know, I need the backstory. Yeah, I need the lore. Yeah, no, that's so valid. (laughs) So yeah, I think that's definitely how my neurodivergence affects me, which I. I think I've struggled with because, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think that's what a lot of, you know, a lot of people come to OnlyFans wanting that type of thing because they want, mm-hmm. like, to know that they're talking to a real person. They want to fantasize about, you know, someone that they know on a more personal level versus a, you know, just a porn star. And I think that's kind of a bit of my disadvantage, like, just being in the community is the fact that I can't offer that just as a human. Like, I what won't even mean? be able that- to fake it. That is you. If they actually, mm-hmm. if they actually give a fuck about you and they want to connect with you, they are getting that with this. That is you. Yeah. Like yeah, that's, but that's, I, and like you said, that's you as a girlfriend as well. Oh know? yeah, exactly. Like, like I, I mean that like wholeheartedly. Like if my boyfriend and I can were to, confirm. <laughs> yeah, like if my boyfriend were to like literally sex me, like I'd be like, what the fuck do I do about this? Which like, thank goodness, <laughs> I don't have to worry about that. But like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would be like, okay, anyways, so, like, what do you, when do you want to hang out again? Like, what do you want to eat? Like, do you want to go to, like, an escape room? Like, anyways. Yeah, exactly. So, if if the fans are actually saying that they want that, you're giving them that, you know? Like, you're not pretending to be anyone that you're not, and that's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And, like, yeah. I love that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually super excited because you did mention that we had some fan emails, and I don't think we've ever done like a fan email segment so i they're serious (laughs) they're very serious are you down for a more serious tone i'm so down i just want i want the visual to see like i printed oh my god are you legion from risa tisa i know i got the printer printer to my offshore account 
Um, no, seriously. Okay, so context for anyone that I'm on isn't thirty up part to- thirty nine. Okay, so I'm just okay. I'm not okay, fully well, done. Let's give context to the people so they yes. know. But basically, if you're not on TikTok, download TikTok or literally open your browser, look up Risa Tisa, and start from part one and pretend it's a podcast and listen to these ten minute. <laughs> uh tiktok videos you don't have to watch them you could be doing your dishes you could be i don't know driving to work it took me i think four days to get through all 50 parts oh my Um, god but it was worth every second um basically it's a story of this woman who married uh and is now divorced a pathological narcissist and it's incredibly fascinating what he's lied about and stuff like that and he basically not to spoil it but he prints out a lot of things as quote unquote proof, proof of yeah. his, his of his lies, and so it's just funny that Cosmic busted out her printer and had her. Papers. I know. Oh my gosh! No, it is <laughs> it is truly so entertaining. But like, yeah, it's taken me a long time, obviously, to get through it because it's a lot. You know, it's a lot, and I keep seeing it to like oh recaps, and I like scroll away immediately because I don't want the recap. I want to finish it, but it's just taking mm-hmm. me a while. Um, yeah, but yeah, it, it is, is super entertaining. To- Mm-hmm. Okay. worth the watch worth the listen i truly mean that is it i mean i'm i'm, I'm enjoying really it because now we're really cooking at 30 part 39 but i told you it I, gets really good at like part 32 like i you just got to see through the okay. 30 parts before that but like it's so worth it because like now it's really getting good and like all the lies I'm, are getting exposed <laughs> i view it as like world building in books like you have to you have to put in the work for and i feel yeah, like this I've, is you know, this is this is literally this is Risa Tisa taking us out to dinner and like building up that lore, you know. And then yeah. you know, at the very end, she comes on your face, and it's like you get it. <laughs> and actually, I saw a TikTok, and it was like, if you're gonna explain something to an ADHD person, you always do like all of the surrounding details before you tell like the big chunk of information. And it's oh, so I real. Love- I but that's fucking her. love details. No, I love yeah. details. Like, if anyone were to like be like, "Oh, I did this today." Like, no, I want details. Like, when did she like, get to work? What happened at work? What did you have for lunch? Like, I want to know every single little nitty gritty detail possible. And it's just because, mm-hmm. like, I just need to know. Like, I just that's want to pretend I'm there. Yeah, which she does that really well. Like, she tells mm-hmm. you all the surrounding details, so like you feel so mm-hmm. in it with her. Yeah, it's I like well, it. I'm experiencing this with you. Like the amount of like I don't know, it just feels so real. I mean, it's obviously yeah. her real story, but like you get to like really, it's like a book. I don't know. Yeah, no, it really is. It's like it's the same level of world building for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so let's start with um, our first email question. So, so um, this is from Plander. That's his like alias. We'll keep it anonymous. Should I read like the little blurb about like how much he loves us or whatever? Of course. Okay. Okay. I actually, I know this guy. He's so sweet. Oh, you do? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yes. He says it actually, um, right here. Oh, okay. Let's, okay. Let's dive in. <clears throat> Big fan of the podcast. Started listening recently, and I am four episodes in. I initially found it via Dakota, but now a big fan of Cosmic as well. <laughs> that said, I have a few questions I have wondered about the last couple of years as a fan that has watched you both perform. If you have answered these already in a future pod, please disregard. Um, Similarly, if any of these cross boundaries or you don't want to share, I understand. So this one is for Dakota. Questions for Dakota. That's you. I want to preface (laughs) this. I know. Why is this so exciting? This feels like way more official than anything. I know. My Um, gosh. Wow. We get an email. Like it's real. Um, I want to preface this by saying I love your foot content and would never suggest you do anything you're not comfortable with. That said, I am curious as to why you do limited nudity. Given you collaborate with Cosmic and other performers that go fully nude and have performed other sex acts, 
um, example foot jobs on camera. I assume that this is not because you want to eventually get a vanilla job, question mark. Is it just personal comfort level with that content slash certain parts of you that you want to keep private? Or perhaps, uh, perhaps part of a specific brand you are cultivating? Regardless, are you ever tempted by the significantly greater income you would probably make by branching out to fully nude content? Just curious in general about the decision tree you go over when assessing how far to go as it concerns nudes and lewds. Okay, that's actually a soup. That was so detailed. I know, um, I love him. <laughs> I, I know, he's great. Um, gosh, I feel, you know, it's, I I feel like I can't really like, like answer this question without going into like detail about how I started. So like basically, mm -hmm. and I think I mentioned it before on the podcast, maybe not, but I went, I started in the foot community and got an OnlyFans before probably even like I became conscious, like as a person, I swear, like I <laughs> real consciousness as a human being at like, like 19. yeah no like I was just like flying through life and then like suddenly oh I don't know maybe my like prefrontal cortex like solidified and I was like oh um but when I joined the community I didn't even know I was getting into sex work like because like you know I was just I was just simply a girl working at her mm -hmm. law firm and I you know was selling pic feet pics for fun and I never really you don't think that far ahead when you're just selling feet pics. You don't, you know, plan the next steps. Like, okay, next I'm going to like literally Seriously. have OnlyFans. And I mean, OnlyFans wasn't even a thing at the time when I first started, but like, you don't go into, and I didn't go into this being mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm going to be a sex worker. And like, I'm, you know, uh, sorry, my cat is like, hello. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I didn't go into this even thinking that I was a sex worker. And for the longest time, there was a huge disconnect where I was like, I'm not a sex worker. Like I just sell feet pics. Mm -hmm. um, but at the end of the day, it is still porn. And like, that took mm -hmm. me a long time to, to like, honestly realize and like come to terms with because it was just like, I'm here, you know? Mm -hmm. um, can you exit the situation? Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I just didn't even come to terms with it. And so it's been like a journey for me, really just thinking about what I want to put out online. And like, you know, mm -hmm. once you put it online, you can never take it back. And mm -hmm. I, so far, like, I just, I like keeping things to myself. And, you know, I, I don't know. Like I, that's really it. I don't feel pressured by anyone that I'm working with. I'm not like super money. Like, obviously I feel like I've proven that I'm not very money driven. Cause if I was, I would have put it all out there and, you know, been probably making a lot more than I do, but it's, it's really not about that for me. I would rather keep to what I'm comfortable with. And mm -hmm. I feel like because I don't, um, show everything or do like more explicit content it's you know forced me to become more creative and like what I do for like, sure make and put online and that makes me like it makes me really proud of like the content that I do put out because I have to be more creative and I have to work I don't want to say like harder, no it's true because when when I'm out of ideas I'm like missionary souls were breaking out the sex machine easy like legit mm -hmm. when I don't want to think of ideas I go straight to the hardcore like so you're not being insulting to anyone who yeah. does hardcore because I can validate that's exactly it I am yeah. very interested in why he says be like 
I, I find it interesting that people always go to like, but you collaborate with people like Cosmic or who do nudes. Like, what is that? Why does that real like how I don't get it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think they might think like, oh, well, you work with that girl. Like, why don't you do that? But it's like, okay, but I'm not that person. And I have yeah. like very, you know, and I've never, you know, at first I was offended by that. Well, it's like, okay, well, I'm not her. Yeah. Um, but, but it's I It's very just, interesting. But yeah, I don't, I don't really care anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it really holds me back in any way. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm happy where I am. So yeah, I don't know and if that's that really, really all that matters. No. Yeah, I, I think it did. Um, And I also just want to say, um, you guys might be surprised. Okay, like, so my journey has been different. I did nudes from the very beginning. Just, I don't know why, but I did. Um, But so this year was like my first tax year where I didn't do a lot of hardcore with other models. The year before, um, I did a lot of hardcore with other models, like constantly. And I literally made, I think, like, I mean, I won't give the exact number. I made a tiny bit less this year than last year when I was like eating pussy like every month, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm so I'm just saying I understand that people might think that would make your shit explode. And in your case, it probably would a little bit, but then it would fade. I see it all the time. Like girls, you know, finally show their face. They have a huge uptick and then it goes back down and then they feel pressured to keep doing more hardcore and more hardcore. Same with me when I finally released my first foot job a little bit of an uptick and then it was where's the sex tape where's the threesome where's the group sex it like the upticks that happen i feel like are pretty short-lived and so you got to be sure that you really want that yeah so i actually i can speak to that 100 percent right now because i actually dropped my first fully topless photo set back in december and i got like a huge uptick and now it's two months later and it's like you know evening out and everything And yeah, it's almost, it feels weird because it's like, okay, so you waited four years to see my nipples. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, now I'm never going to show you my coochie. (laughs) 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 I don't know. Maybe I'm being an asshole about that, but I would rather have a stable base of people that Mm -hmm. appreciate what I put out right now versus them waiting for the next thing. Yeah. Because then it's like, you're not actually like, you're not actually appreciating what I'm doing right now. You're just waiting for me to do like, fuck the orgy or whatever, because that's how I feel because I still have not done a sex tape and I don't have any plans to. And the fact Mm -hmm. that people keep bugging me about it, it honestly does make me not want to do it ever. Like I'm like, just because you asked like, no. Yeah. Just because you asked like now out of spite, like I, and that's what I really like about deciding to draw my own topless like pictures, which I had accidentally shown my nipples like two months into having OnlyFans, and that's the only reason I decided to show my nipples yeah. now. Um, Shit. That's huge lore. I'm like, oops, oops, <laughs> Daisy. But, um, but yeah, like when anyone, okay, when's the next topless photo set coming out? Like, when is that? When is that? And it's just like, no, now that you ask, yeah. I don't want to do it because it's like you want it to be on your own terms, and that's really yes. what OnlyFans is about is like putting yes. out what you want to put out on your own terms. So, yeah. And you can't, you'll just be chasing the dragon forever if you're always trying to hit that like big, you know, and there's only so much we can do. But I just real quick, I think it is important to have like an ace in the hole too, to have something that like for me, if shit gets really bad, I know I got the sex tape locked and loaded. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think it's good to like have a plan as far as like, we get older in sex work and like what is our backup plan for me i really enjoy having like these big things in the vault if i absolutely need to like maybe that's a bad way to do it but that's how i do it like that's my mindset with all of that stuff yeah and i think me too like uh, i feel like as long as i don't cross over into like the super explicit space like i can always still go get a vanilla job 
Yeah. But, and let's also say me and Dakota, in my opinion, we are in the same realm of um, income. And so I think people mm-hmm. think you make, or I make a ton more money because I do notes. It's not that way at all. Like I'm pretty sure we're getting the exact same level. Like, and so, yeah. so you just, you never know you guys and, and foot content really does make a lot of money. And even still people prefer, I feel like, just my stuff without nudes. I do nudes yeah. because I get bored of my feet sometimes. Yeah. To be honest. I will say that like a lot of models will discount me just because I don't do nudity. And it's funny oh! enough. It's like at the end of the Yeah, and like you've experienced that firsthand, like where mm. people will discount me. Like you've seen it in person. But it's like funny enough, like How dare they? But like my consistency yeah. is there and I've built Exactly up this consistency for four years of putting out really good content seriously Mm -hmm. for four fucking years so it's like if only you know you knew but Mm -hmm. if you're gonna discount me that's that and you're lost and that's why i do and i i always build you up on that level and without it you know it's never putting down anyone who does notes obviously but what you've built is absolutely extraordinary you know it really is and you do have to work i see it all the time when we do our little shoot fest together like how much extra you have to put in versus me i'm like Mm -hmm. i'll just do a masturbation video real quick i'm i'm good you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like there just is a different okay um but yeah i think we did good on that so now we're gonna go to question two questions for both cosmic and dakota on average, what percent of your fans would you say like and or comment on your OF wall posts? How has that percentage changed over time? Also, does the amount of likes and or tips given a given post get gets influenced you producing more of that content? I would say if you are subscribed to somebody, like please like their content. Like please just it's so easy. All you have to do is click a like. Even if it's like, you know, maybe it's not your cup of tea, that that photo set or that video for that week or that day. I'd say just go ahead and like it because it does help us a lot. Um, I know mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like it will, but it truly does. Um, it really does. And those and then, likes. Yeah. yeah and, if you, and if you really like something, then like maybe leave a little tip, you know, because that really helps us as well. And that that shows more of the content that you want to see and just helps us like we look back like, OK, like what got tipped the most or what did totally. people appreciate the most? And it's, you know, I'm more likely going to make that content again if it's tipped absolutely 100,000 percent um also I don't think fans know this but like I feel like models really do um judge other models based on their OnlyFans likes or determine Mm -hmm. if they want I know a collab I did maybe a year ago like they literally said a model has to have this many likes or else they're not invited so like Mm -hmm. maybe fans don't think it's a big deal because we models do look at that as terms of like Mm -hmm. success I feel like but then also it it does indicate to us what people liked and what we do more of so 100% I I looked at that just the other day and was like whoa this was a shocker that it did the best or was the highest liked or tipped one and then yeah I I like to obviously keep doing that Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I think we answered that question then right yeah okay a question for cosmic how does your fiance oh god excuse me how does your fiance? That was so gross. How does your fiance feel about your relationship with Dakota? You are close friends, but also perform on camera together. And from the outside, it seems like you guys could be more than friends if you were both single. <laughs> I assume he is fine with it, but <laughs> sorry, because it seems like you guys have a great relationship. But has the topic ever come up? I'm sorry. You guys, I love Dakota with my whole heart. We both know too much. I'm sorry. Like, there's no way she would ever date me. There's no way I'd ever date her. We know too much. Honestly, we know too much. Is that, am I like wrong? Each other. No. We, <laughs> we'd have, like, the most toxic lesbian relationship ever. <laughs> the amount of fucking voice memos you would t- send me. <laughs> you know what's so bad is I, like, I... 
I never respond to my fiance though. Like I respond to you more than him. So like I'm like really Yeah, we know too much about each other and like (laughs) that no, but I am curious have I ever been a conversation topic? That is so funny, but like no. No, he's such a secure person. I would never imagine in a billion years he would even like doubt. He's like, babe, you and Dakota need to like get your shit together. Your chemistry is like too good. No, but I do. I tell him all the time, like how calm you are when you sleep and how wonderful it is to sleep next to you because he's like so noisy and stuff. And or like how he listens to reels loud and like Dakota puts it on silent around me. Like I do use you as little like do better, you know. So do better. I love being compared. I love that I'm what like you need to be more like her. Honestly, like you're the standard, you know. Like Dakota. (laughs) Well, Dakota's actually. I love that. I love this so much. Yeah, it's true. But no, he's not he's not like jealous or anything like that and i think he knows also that like we would eat each other alive if that actually <laughs> happened so i don't think he has like again you we all need like polar opposites of us like i my partner is like the human equivalent of like a xanax i feel like mm-hmm. i am oh, the yeah. human equivalent of like i don't even know meth. what <laughs> i was gonna say meth or what's that one pcp maybe i don't know so yeah like you like we would you and i would be two meths ba- yes basil you and i would be like two <laughs> uppers salt. Wait, I'm an upper? Really? Yeah. You bring you I feel like we're uppers together, but alone I think you're maybe more zen, but like we bring out that in each other. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so like what am I? What drug am I? I need to know now. What drug are you? It depends on your it depends. Oh my god, holy fuck. (laughs) That is one that scares me. No, oh my gosh, no. Salvia scares me too. Any psychedelic scares the shit out of me because I know I'm like one I'm one panic attack away from losing oh, it yeah. all at any point. One, so like, one bad trip, it's over for both of us. Like where you're honestly, gonna go to the woods. I no, I'm literally gonna be like a feral person in the woods. You know those like hill people? That's me. Yeah. Wait. That's me. Maybe I don't know. Like the hills have eyes. Live in the hills. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. That's me. Oh, great. That sounds really fun. Um, no, I need to know. Can you answer? Like, please, what drug am I? Well, I now I'm struggling it. because it really does. De- like, when you're with me, you're an upper. I would say you're a fellow mather. <laughs> <laughs> I would, but like some, but you're you can be so calm too sometimes. So I feel like it does. Maybe I'm just, just weed. Maybe I'm just weed because like sometimes was, with weed you yeah. can be like, and then I I was actually gonna say weed, but I I didn't know if that would bother you because I, well I mean I'm not that I'm a fan of meth, so like it's not personal it's not personal but um yeah i think honestly weed does fit you because you can be so zen and then you can be like so yeah i think weed is yours for sure you know and that's that's the uh duality of me you know women i don't know (laughs) (laughs) no it's so true oh i hope we answered that question okay um we didn't We did. It. It's I fine. Did it it's fine. Yeah. I, you know, I get those comments all the time. I don't know what to say. Like, I, you know, I, know. I would say that, like, yes, that chemistry is there. But at the end of the day, we are such good fucking friends, and like, we also have the same like loyalty for our partners. That it's like our mind doesn't even go there. You know, not even remotely. I'm shocked. Yeah. Like, yeah, people are like, oh yeah, you guys like have sex, whatever after a collab. Yeah. And I'm like, you yeah. don't understand you guys- how unsexy <laughs> it is after a collab. Like when we're trying to go to bed, yeah. they're like, you guys are such lesbian lovers. Like I'm seeing right through that you guys. And it's like we're not because like I'm over here. I'm like over here like she's fucking walking around the airbnb with a knife thinking that like the trees are gonna come at us and i'm over here like um i'm scared and like that would just i, I have couldn't to protect you 
<laughs> I'm protecting oh my in my top, not my green shirt. I'm like, no one's hurting her. Okay. <laughs> we got, but that, like, honestly, like, okay, well, now I'm kind of, like, seeing the vision because I'm like, oh, my God, you want to protect me? I would protect, yeah, like, no one's, no, no one's harming her, you know, with my You know knife. what's the most <laughs> sexy thing? Okay, wait, I just need to get this out. The sexiest thing that's happened to me recently oh is, God. like, I've been going a lot of, like, off-roading lately and, like, you know, like, in the dirt, desert roads and everything and my partner like sticks out his hand when we go over like really big bumps and like holds me back it's like my panties are off right now like Like, to protect you that's like yeah like holding me back in the seat like the mom arm damn i was just gonna say is that the mom arm (laughs) he's pulling out the mom arm but that level of protection that concern and it's like oh like just like pull over like let's just take care of this real quick like yeah Yeah. oh my god no i totally see that's the sexiest thing ever I love that. Okay, it's like you're wearing a seatbelt. Oh, yeah. Let's know, move like, on. Double protection. <laughs> like his no, hand's no, really no. going to do anything if we fucking crash. But it's a thought. <laughs> yeah, honestly, seriously, that is like the dumbest thing ever because like it would not do anything. Like, right? Yeah, but it's like it's more about the, the action, you know? Actions yeah, speak louder than words. And that arm is saving me. The arm really is. Okay, let's, yeah. let's move on. This one is for us both. What is the most expensive custom anyone has ever commissioned that you accepted? And did they lead with the price or did you? Interesting question. Okay, well, you know what's funny? I think it's actually him. Oh. <laughs> because he does like is that, get really That's why like, he's asking. Yeah, he's like, is it me? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, it's like, is it me? <laughs> no, I mean, um, he just gets really like intricate customs and mm-hmm. I do have like extras that do get charged. Like, you know, it's just like that, but, um, you know, I, the people that, am I okay? Like, am I literally doing <laughs> puberty right now? Like, is everything okay? Well, that is, and that's a new rock bottom. See, that was another boulder that just hit me, and I'm crawling back up. You're like, I'm on the edge. Like, the world needs to fucking stop. Like, these are the demons. Like, stop. No, literally, like, that was a boulder, and it just hit me, and I was so close to being out. Um, You're you like, know, how much more can I take? <laughs> no, literally, like, I'm about to lose it. Anyways. Oh <laughs> Moving on. So, people that do order more intricate customs, they... Okay, they like, they, they know, they know, they like do their research for the most part. So I would say that they like already are aware of like the prices and they like, they know. I don't know. If they do the sense. research on what? Like your, like on my prices, on, on your prices, like the extras, extras that they know they're going to get with like, cause when I think about like a really expensive custom or my most expensive one, it's going to be like a 15 minute long one with all these like different add-ons, a long ass script, you know? Mm-hmm. Cause like, when do you get someone that's like, can I get a 15 minute video? And I just want it to be a self-worship. Like that doesn't fucking happen. So, I mean, if it did, please know, because I would probably have to break that into like five parts because like my mouth is tired. Oh my and God. I'm no, like, a 15 minute self-worship. Absolutely not. I did do a nine minute one for my beloved. Yeah. Yeah, the other day, but I would. Yeah, and like, him. no, but seriously, but the like the flavor's gone. You know what I mean? After nine minutes, it's like, <laughs> well, and you like you only got so many moves. You know, it's like yeah, it's like a foot job. Like, there's only so much I can do. <laughs> no, literally, like I don't know what more you want from me. Like the salty, the saltiness of the soul is gone. Like I'm just licking skin at this point. I'm bored. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. You know, um, I'm thinking about what I want for dinner. Yeah. Oh no. I mean. There's a lot of disassociating that, that happens. Let's be real. I mean, I, I try yeah. to stay in the moment, but sometimes I, I have ADHD. Okay. My mind drifts. I'm like looking out yeah, the window. Like, 
Well, like, and, and again, that's just me being me because, like, even during sex, it's not anything. It could be the most amazing sex of my life, and I'm still like, okay. And then, like, after this, we're gonna, and I have to pee, so I don't get a UTI. <laughs> you know, like, and that is nothing against, and that's just yeah. me. Okay, yeah, no, that's Square me too. Down. Like, if the TV's on, I'm like watching. I'm like, can you please? No, turn literally, off the TV? no. Like, the amount of times that, like, I've gotten my or Daisy been amazing. Oh my god, yeah, Victor pays me at the fucking door. <laughs> No, Daisy's in my face. Like you fucking don't kick your dogs out. I mean, sometimes it just gets heated and like you don't have time. But I'll be like, you need to go fucking put the dogs away right now. But you know what? Hard it limit. The pets well, are getting out. Hard limit. No, the well, okay, Dudley no, minds is, his business, and we'll like stand on the floor, in the corner. You know what? But, and that makes me realize. Okay, I'm so sorry. This is so chaotic. I love okay. it. <laughs> sorry, but no, like okay. It. The amount of times I will say this is one thing the fans get that the real life me doesn't do is that mid mid hookup I'm hitting my vape and I don't do that during videos so y'all should really appreciate that because if you got the real me I would be getting no the amount of like times I've been in like doggy and I'm like stop Dakota are you kidding me? It makes, like, the moment so much better. Like, I don't know. No, and the amount of times my partner, like, will be, like, done, you know, we just got done. And I immediately, like, grab for my vape. And I'm like, wow. Well, like, the post-sex cigarette is iconic. Like, exactly. you know, it's like, that's after sex. Like, it's just, like, it, that, you know. That's a moment. But I honestly, watch now, you're going to get, like, can we get, like, a vape, uh, like, a vape <laughs> JY where you're, like, stopping and hitting it. Now they're really going to have that. Image. Please, please, I'll do it. Like, I would oh love God. that. Because the amount of times that, like, it'll be, like, it's, like, a reward at the end. I'm like, I just have to film this custom. And then I'm allowed to hit my vape after. Oh, See, that's it's like a it's a whole reward yeah. system. Yeah, I don't – yeah, I, I feel you. But I have to say, I don't know what my most expensive custom was. I think it was one where I had to, like, put chocolate sauce all over my entire body. And um, now I realize that that might have been a shit thing. I, it was, like, four, four years ago when I first started. Um, and then, like, dance around for 20 minutes. <laughs> Whoever got that video, you have all the power Honestly, over me. <laughs> I would, and I would do that. Like, if you want – where are you at? Like, come to where me. Where is like, he? Come. I know. Yeah, I'll I'm, cover myself in chocolate. I don't care. Yeah, Besides was, oil, hard lemon is oil, but like chocolate, chocolate syrup. Yeah, I, it smells amazing. Oh in my, house. my god, that reminds me. I fully filmed a fucking custom like a few weeks ago. It was like one of my last customs. I think it was the last custom I filmed before I closed my customs. And I mm-hmm. fucking ripped the paint off my shower. And like he saw that I posted about that on my story because he knows mm-hmm. I ran. And he messaged me. He's like, hey, if you move out and like they charge you for that, like let me know. I'll pay for it. Oh, Which is so sweet. Like, oh, are you kidding I, me? I hope you look. And I know he listens to this podcast, so just, like, shout out to you. You're amazing. Oh, my God. But, like, yeah, I fully ripped off the fucking paint. (laughs) It's not, like, cute little – it's, like, a fucking big – like, they're going to know. That's such a commitment to the craft. Yeah. Fuck this place. Like, as soon as I move out, I'm going to do a tell-all about this fucking apartment. (laughs) We're going to – we're going to get it all out there. Okay. The next question is, like, a super easy one um, for us both. What is your favorite pedicure color, and do you prefer French-tipped or fully painted? I'm a natural look guy myself, but I love feet of all types. I am a painted girly through and through. I've never really seen – personally, I don't see the appeal of natural nails unless they're, like, Mm -hmm. super healthy and strong, which in this Mm -hmm. community – practically unheard of i would say just the amount of pedicures that we get um that just like brittles your nails over time Mm -hmm. but i mean i'm just gonna throw like the classic white or like a light pink or like a baby blue those are all such 
such good ones. I feel like mine overall um, is like the rich cobalt blue, like not this one, but like more deep. Um, I just feel like it looks really good on my skin tone. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like it's like rich blue. It's not dark where you can't tell it's blue. Um, it's like royal blue. Yes, that exact color. I think that so did, just looks- uh, I was going to say David Buster's, but this is the blockbuster color. Oh, yes, blockbuster, blockbuster blue. <laughs> blockbuster blue. <laughs> blockbuster blue. <laughs> That's my vibe. I just think it looks good on my skin tone. And then um, aside from that, I think white and black are just iconic. Um, neon mm-hmm. yellow is also a good one. Um, That's but crazy. I do, so the I do like French. Colors. Literally the blockbuster logo. <laughs> I'm just going to get that next. Like, blockbuster. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. Got a big fan. <laughs> yeah, they knew what they um, were doing. Yeah, I love French, but I love a super thin French, yes. not like the th- the thick French. Like I'd be for anyone that gets that. Like no, if you literally. don't, and you and you have bad taste. You have bad taste. Like <laughs> you have no level of discernment. I can't trust you. Um, and that yeah, the no. reason I don't do French is this alone. When you go to a salon and you're about to get a French, you need to basically get as amped up as if you were about to go into the ring to like fight UFC. You have to be prepared. You have to watch so carefully. You have to ask and be prepared to speak up and say, "Can you do it a little bit thinner, please?" Because I don't like to speak up for myself in general. I feel bad. Mm-hmm. I can get like a bull haircut well, and I'll be like, "It's great." Well, no, and then okay, but that. The nail salon alone, like, I feel like there's even more pressure to not speak up because then they get, like, offended. Like, even if they – they're like, it's okay, just speak up. No, they get offended. Their fucking they, vibe will change. You and they're like, feel oh. it. Like, you can just no, feel the, la- the energy of the room shift. And it's like – Yes. You I'm can cut the tension with a knife. Yeah. You can cut the, the fucking – Because if you don't like their work, they're like – Yeah. Bitch. No, literally the last French, that's what happened. And it was so, the tension was so thick. And I was like, I hate myself. I li- and I just sat there, but it was perfect. And I was glad that I spoke up. Mm. But so that is why I don't like French. Just that alone, the stress, mm. you don't want, it's you don't want to know. It's dangerous. It's, like, it's, really, it's like I'm going Ugh. to war every time I ask for it. Um, so like my also, fight or flight say, goes, goes through the yeah. my cortisol levels. Like, no, seriously, like my tummy starts hurting immediately. Um, yeah. But I need like a ginger ale. Um, I was going to say, how many times have you been to the salon and they've tried to round your fucking toenails out? That shit makes me want to fight a fucking wall. If you have rounded toenails, I'm, is everything okay at home? Do you yeah, want to talk like you're about so, anything? You're, you're so brave for that. Um, you're let's so talk about it. You're so, yeah, like, and you know what? And like, you know, and you're doing your own thing and I respect that you're like fighting society's norms. Like yeah. you're so strong. Like you be your own person, but the amount of times I've gone to the salon and they've tried to like round my toes out. I'm oh, like, hell no. so you hate me. So you, you want literally, problems. or they like c- try to cut them like way too far back. I'm like, what's yeah. your, so you're my biggest op actually. No, literally now my girl is Ivy and I would literally line down in front of a bus for her because I can relax now because she does cut them perfectly. She shapes them perfectly. But for a long time, you literally have to watch and make, you know, and again, it's and like I don't a fucking, you gotta yeah. watch like with binoculars and like make yeah. sure and you know and for me I am just so particular and that's why I do my own toes now and that's probably mm-hmm. why we my fans honestly sorry to put it out there you probably won't get French tip for like a really long fucking time because well, yeah. I have so much PTSD from like an from nail salons right now like the amount mm-hmm. of horror stories that come out like seriously no one talks about that in the community but like mm-hmm. going to the nail salon is like literally the scariest part of our job it's the worst. It really is the worst. It's, like, I really it's nail salon and then getting stalked, and then yeah, murdered. no. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but nail salon's number one stressor for our job. 
Yeah, I, I literally have to talk myself up as I'm driving it. I'm like, I can do this. I I can speak up for myself. Like, I it's just all of it is a nightmare for some reason. I don't know. And then you leave and then you're like, it's perfect. If you go yeah. to a good spot. Yeah. <laughs> or trying a new spot. You're like, okay, I'm literally so terrified. Like, you can't, you can't relax. relax. Like, no, literally. And people Jinx. like, yeah, you can't. You're like, people you're like, ask. you know, when a cat gets pulled out of a bath and they're just like, like, yeah. that's what we are like the in the, no, the new nail salon. Yeah, no, like I'm not having fun. I'm not relaxing. I've never been more tense. Actually, I should book a massage for after I get my toes done. No, for real. Because when you get your nails done, you have to hunch over too. My back always hurts after that. This is such no, for real problems. Like, yeah, no, like you can't lay back and enjoy the massage chair. No, you need to be hovering over that yes. little, stupid little pool of water where your feet yeah. are just soaking. And then they're all weirded out because they're like, do you want like, like water or something? Yeah. Like, like what's... why are you walking me right now? And it's like, yeah. you don't understand. Even if I told you, you I sold feet pics, you wouldn't get it. They wouldn't get it. No, because I, I told Ivy that and she actually took a foot picture. It was the worst foot picture. I think I sent it to you. I, no one will ever see that. But you, it is mm -hmm. literally the worst foot picture of my life. Um, But mm -hmm. it's so true. And like actually a lady next to me the other day when I was at a salon, she was like, oh, that's fine. No one will see my feet. Don't worry about it. Like who cares about my feet basically? And I was just like, that's why they're so confused when people like us go in and we are so particular mm -hmm. because a lot of times I hear a lot in the salon, like when they're getting mm -hmm. a pedi, they're like, oh, it's fine. It's just my feet. No one sees them anyway. And it, for us, mm -hmm. it's the opposite we have a microscope on our feet so like yeah i'm like actually you better fucking be sweating you better like have your fucking like what's it called like a yeah the little yes. little tiny surgical little like <laughs> i need you to be like literally an inch from my toe like when you paint it like i need it to be so perfect and that's why i do it myself because i yeah. bust out the little fucking monocle and i'm working oh my gosh with the little light i just imagine like I yeah i got a like visual. a fucking led strapped to my head i've got like it's a whole process and it does take like seven hours but it's yeah. worth every moment it's crazy yeah well i think we answered that question and then we have one more <laughs> and i think i think we'll save so this podcast will just be planders email questions and then like every episode we'll just do more and more of these i feel like because we have we have so i love much. that now we have like a little segment to do we have segments okay so this is the last one from Pander. <laughs> <laughs> questions for both of us do you ever think about what career you might want to pursue after sex work or is the intent to be a career sex worker and then retire you guys are both incredibly successful and i'm sure either option is possible just curious about your headspace on the topic Holy shit. I just want to start by saying what you said in the very beginning is very applicable here. When I started this, I did not think about the consequences of like, I probably will never be able to get a vanilla job because mm -hmm. when you file taxes with OnlyFans, that will always come up on a background check. Um, and there's mm -hmm. a lot of jobs that will not be okay with that. So yeah. I didn't think that shit through. So honestly, you're kind of all in. If you're showing your face and you're making anything on OnlyFans, honestly, even if you don't do nudity, I feel like you're kind of all in, right? like um I think it like depends it. on the career field that you're gonna go into like I've said it from day one like I've always wanted to be in psychology and I feel like that's mm -hmm. a definitely more lax space when it comes mm -hmm. to sex work and I could be completely wrong well, and maybe there's yeah. a therapist out there but I feel like that's a more non-judgmental community when it comes it to like sex works and stuff I so I feel like I'll be okay if I ever want to like continue my journey in college and like eventually become like a therapist or psychologist. Mm -hmm. um, but that's always my backup plan. And like maybe mm -hmm. one day I'll go back to college. I've definitely been considering it more recently. Mm -hmm. um, but as of right now, I'm just kind of like here for the vibes. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's me too. Um, Again, I didn't like fully think this out as I like usually don't think anything out. But um, Mm -hmm. when I look like when I look ahead to my future, I definitely can't envision a future of me like not being involved in sex work in some way. And that might not always be in front of the camera. But I just feel like it is so much a part of my life. And it's I've always said this. I'm just going to do this as long as it makes me happy. And, you know, Mm -hmm. if people stop subscribing to me and it just gets to be like crickets, yeah, it might be a bummer and I might stop and like figure something else out. But like, I've always landed on my feet. Like I've never really known what I was doing with my life. And I always, I'm very resilient. I feel like I can always like figure it out, you know, like I'm pretty scrappy. So I, you know, like down the line, I'm not going to have a degree if I don't go to college and stuff, but I feel like I can do something. I don't know. I, Mm -hmm. I feel like I can make something out of nothing I think that's like my gift is I can like always figure out like what to do Mm -hmm. financially I feel like yeah yeah I don't know that's a pretty good um life skill to really have is to always be able to just figure it out you know yeah and yeah yeah, I mean like obviously I could go to school and stuff but I just don't know what I would want to do and that's always my thing is like I don't want to go to school for nothing and like spend all that money to not know what the fuck to do and especially now I'm like what if I do all of that and then they're still like you were an OnlyFans girl like no Mm -hmm. or whatever I just like I don't know I don't know guys honestly I hate this question it gives me anxiety because I'm like should I be worried because I'm not worried should I be worried you know honestly MILF content GILF content like Y'all, I'm going to be like mature souls all the way. Hashtag mature souls. <laughs> yeah, it's it's difficult because you can't predict how the space is going to be in a few years. I mean, you like think back to like two years ago, you mm-hmm. know, Jeez. or even four years ago, or I think it was five years ago when OnlyFans started. Like, you mm-hmm. know, like it's hard to predict how the sex work community is going to be and it's scary to think about and like yes we have job security right now but like you never know what could happen especially with covid like that was Mm -hmm. honestly really good for us but Mm -hmm. um say like i don't know like capitalism economy crashes like you never know what's gonna happen and um same with any job but i think it's it's scary to think about and i feel like not to discount your anxieties but I feel like in a weird way like I have more I have more time to like Mm -hmm. be anxious about if that makes sense yeah of course you're 10 years ahead 10 years behind me so yeah like I'm Mm -hmm. yeah that totally makes sense and yeah I feel like the job security thing is something I struggle with a lot with this job because it's very up and down and again like Mm -hmm. I think we both said recently we both had like a huge plummet or something um Mm -hmm. and and actually, I was talking to my sister, and she did too, and it kind of like made me feel better, I guess, that we we all okay, go yeah. through such drastic ups and downs, and mm-hmm. that's scary because as successful as we are now, I truly feel like at any moment it could disappear. That's terrifying. It really yeah. is. Because like also at the same time, our income is still in the hands of a company that doesn't really support sex work, and that is scary on its own, and like yes. honestly something you can't really think about. Like you have to just file that away and just pray it in doesn't nothing happens and like I um I actually like I think it was like a few months ago everyone like OnlyFans was really cracking down on like consent forms and oh yeah content in general and like I think everybody was just getting a bunch of their content flagged and that was Mm -hmm. a really scary time for all of us because you know you hear about people getting deleted like for nothing and so when all of your content's getting flagged it's like how many violations can I have before like I'm you know just deleted with no warning and they hold all your so, money and everything. Ugh. 
it's a it's really scary and it's because that's to my make. entire income that's yours too right like that is the in, like i would be i would literally not be able to pay my bills if OnlyFans yeah. disappeared tomorrow yeah 100 percent. and that's and i feel like when OnlyFans takes a few extra minutes like or seconds to load you like always hold your breath same with like logging into instagram like or just like seriously oh, yeah. any platform they were on and if it takes a little longer to load in you're like <gasps> No, you know, literally we always the other day fear. with Netflix, it, it said something and I was like, oh, I got deleted. I'm like, if it's Netflix, okay, calm down. You can't get deleted, <laughs> but you're always, you're always on edge. Like if you're a sex worker, you really are. And mm-hmm. it's not a fun way to live. And honestly, we, I talk about that in therapy a lot, that there is no job security. And I feel like I can never take a break because if I take a break, it will all be gone. That's something mm-hmm. we're working on. Um, and so I feel like it all ties into this question, which is like, I honestly do. I try to plan for the future, but I also, you know, am very in the moment about it, which is difficult too. Yeah. I think there's, you have to try and find some middle ground to keep your sanity. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm still finding it. I guess is the answer. I'm still finding it. (laughs) And that's okay because the space is forever changing anyways. So it's really hard. I think you just got to roll with every single day. Like if, you know, you're going to get deleted or whatever, you kind of just have to roll with it. And that's, I think as someone that likes to plan, Mm -hmm. uh, that can be really hard for me too. Like, yeah, I've always got to be prepared, but I don't know what I'm prepared for. Yeah, no, seriously with this job, like I, I feel like there's a certain level you can't plan for. Um, but anyways, I thank you so much, Plander, for these questions. Like, they were incredible mm-hmm. and so detailed. So feel free to send us any more. Everyone can. And this will be mm-hmm. a new segment. Like, I don't know. I loved it. Yeah, I love it here. Um, I would like to put out before we go, um, I know it's kind of late into the year already or two months in, but I <laughs> heard about this thing where it's like, what's out with the last year and what's in for this year. So, like, for example, um, being mean to yourself is out taking naps in the middle of the day is in and i would really love if like people like emailed us their list of like what's in for this year and out for last year i think those would be fun to like read oh my god i love it and then you and i can make our own and then we can share that too yeah i love that okay well you heard it and um our email is the couch critics with two s's at gmail i'm pretty sure but um Mm -hmm. yeah Thank you so much for listening and thank you Dakota for being here and just being your beautiful self. And yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening and we'll see you all next week. Bye.